Ladies and gentlemen, as promised, Game On Sports Podcast for Everyone brings you Notre Dame's Robbie Toma. How are you doing, Robbie? Hey, guys. How you guys doing? Thanks for having me. For sure, for sure. And with me today is Bryce as well. Uh, we're going to be on a major delay here. Uh, we, we're doing this last second. Um, I have the tech support headphones and even my original headphones that I have at the studio. So it looks like I'm calling Robbie for tech support, which I will not receive. Um, and I really appreciate uh, the, the presence here, my guys. So, so thank you on my behalf. And of course, I'm sure Bryce will have a lot to say, but thank you. Um, it's a pleasure to have you here, man. It really is. Yeah, no, absolutely. I appreciate you guys, you know, giving this old head uh, uh, a good feel of, of, you know, reliving my past. So old head? How old are you, man? If you don't mind me asking, of course, we can always just Google it, but I'd rather ask you. <laughs> I'm only 29, but it's I'm only 29, but it's been like seven years since I played uh, any type of football. So it feels like a an eternity since my last game. You know what? There's one right thing that he's doing right now is he's going straight from NFL to the links. Every story, like he's probably on the course at least what three three days a week. I want to say <laughs> it's got to be at, at least three. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Wait, this was news to me. So you guys, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Who who golfs here? I know, I know. You're with the 19th hole. Uh, it's caught me off guard. Uh, you golf too, there, uh, Robbie? Yeah, I've I've golfed since I was like five. So um, I actually joined a country club. I never thought I would say that in my life, but uh, I joined a wild country club. I got a good gang of friends, and we've done beer a hole and all kinds of crazy stuff. So. Um, yeah, I love it. My fiance, my fiance is not much of a fan, but, uh, it's always fun to golf. Is he any good at golf? Uh, Bryce, I'm going to ask Bryce. Cause of course you're going to tell me you are. And, uh, well, he <laughs> and Bryce is going to be nice. Well, you know, what? I could definitely, I could definitely tell you one thing. He dresses the part like, oh. we'll, go out, we'll go out there in like, I want to say Ricky Fowler shit. And it <laughs> So I, I'm not that I'm not that wild, but there's a good friend of mine. He owns a Wahoo Golf Apparel, and he has some sick, some sick apparel. So he always he always hooks me up, and uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking fresh with the Wahoo Golf Apparel. We need to edit this episode right now and put a picture of of what you we're talking about. I need to see Robbie Toma in like official golf <laughs> gear because like I just need to see it, man. I just need I'll, to see I'll it. shoot you guys. Uh, I'll shoot you what. I don't know if it's on. Well, I have a couple the, on the course, but I'll, I'll send. I'll send you guys a nice. Uh, I want the pimpest ones. Nice photo. <laughs> I want. I want okay. the pimpest ones. I'm talking about the the goat, the best you have on your phone, man. Like I, I'm gonna. <laughs> that's gonna be my request uh, of the day, right there, one. man. If we can get that going, <laughs> I'll I'll thumbnail no, the video no, if you're okay with no, that. No. With that. With. <laughs> so, Robbie, did you? Um, I'm I take you. I'm oh yeah. I take it you did take your clubs to Notre Dame with you, correct? So uh, my dad, oh, yeah. uh, my dad's a flight attendant, and he's been a flight attendant for thirty years. Um, and he gets like seventy-five percent off when he ships things, so he shipped up my clubs uh, my freshman year. So oh boy, we used to uh, we used to we used to play the nine hole uh, quite a bit in the summer, which was fun. For sure, for sure. What was your uh, favorite course in South Bend to play when you were there? You know what? We didn't really venture out a whole lot because uh, we got uh, discounted prices. So 
we were either at the nine hole or at Warren, but I love the Warren. I mean, it's a, it's a pro course. I mean, shit. They held the senior PGA championship there. Warren last golf year. course. Yo, it's crazy. Actually, my buddy, uh, um, Luke Virgil, who, who is my partner on the 19th hole, he uh, sent me a picture of him and his buddy just sitting there, and then right next to him is, uh, is just sitting there is Jack Nicholas with his grandson, GT, on a golf cart. Gee, I played a Bears club maybe in, in Florida in, like, 2014. Michael Jordan was playing behind us. No way. And um, – yeah, he hit a ball and he yelled four, and I was trying to get hit by the ball so I could meet him. <laughs> That's a <laughs> good I, one. I couldn't find the ball, so. That's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. Trying to look for it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking so of. So he's, he's out there running routes. He's out, sorry to interrupt he's you. He's out, out there running routes to not catch a ball and catch it with his forehead instead. That's that's a great strategy, my guy. And you got the speed for it still. I bet you still do at 29. You can still. Yeah, still catch that ball, man. Or yep. lack there. His speed is unreal. His speed is unfreaking <laughs> real. No, I, I think thought I your was, videos uh, were sped up. I think I was. Um, I don't think so. I mean, I ran a I ran a four four five at my pro day. So hmm. I mean, Kelly was always telling me that I was slow, but I beat. I beat Theo, I beat Zeke, I beat everybody at our pro day. That's awesome. <laughs> no, yeah. I, and, uh, you know, I, I, it was fun, though. I got real quick. Um, you talked about trying to get hit by Michael Jordan. So um, this is just one quick story about what happened. So I was down at a golf trip down in Nashville, Indiana. We were playing at Salt Creek. And my um, – so we're doing a scramble. Mm-hmm. And we're on, I want to say, we're on the green. Oh, we're, putt, we're putting for birdie. And I have about, I want to say, eight, 10 foot putt for birdie. And dad, my dad's standing right behind me and he has a ball in his hand. And my brother in law had come on the trip and he could hit a ball a mile. They're on the tee box and I feel something really hard just peg my foot. And so dad and I had been drinking. So I thought he made, I, th- I thought dad maybe like took the ball and just threw it at my foot just to distract me, you know, turn around to him. I, I'm like, yeah, I was like, what the hell was that about? He's like, what the hell are you talking about? And so we look up on the tee box. No, nope. we, we look up on our, we look up on their tee box on the other side. No one's there. And I look back and I see carts coming in. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So we put out and, I pick up the ball that hit me in the foot and I go up to, <laughs> go up to the cart with it and in comes my bro. He's like, where the fuck's our ball at? We're like, what are you talking about? They're like, we hit you in the foot. We saw it. I'm like, you mean this one right here? They're like, yes. I just threw it back on the green. They putted for Eagle. They made a 30 foot Eagle putt. They made a 30 foot Eagle putt to make, to win the hole. I was so pissed off. Jeez. But yeah, Jeez. That was yeah. Cool. See, I, I would have threw the ball into the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Time out here from an illiterate. There's a lot of, there's a lot of good memes about hitting into a group. Oh, there is. There is. Yeah, what was that? Yeah, we're on a huge delay here. So so for everybody watching right now, just put up with it. 
just you know um just know that we're like at least on a three second delay but my question is um uh what the hell are you guys talking about no in all seriousness so <laughs> in all seriousness though uh so the rule is there is there a rule that if you get hit by it it's wherever it goes therefore you can like kind of do a little fuckery and throw it into a bush or some shit how does this work well it's all about being a dick i mean there's an unwritten rule that that you don't you know they they quote they call it what golf etiquette there's an unwritten rule that you don't hit into a group ahead of you like even if they're playing slow you know, sometimes you got to send them warning shots and just let them know you're there oh okay so you don't shoot into the people in front of you but you can but you can send one just to tell them hey get out of the way and if it hits them a little too hard it's a courtesy so it's okay right is that is that okay is that am i getting that <laughs> well um, I, I wouldn't funny? yeah no but i wouldn't suggest doing that but it really um, i mean oh for sure you for gotta sure. have a good homeowner's so insurance there is a lot of uh if you're, if you're gonna if you're gonna start doing that i, I was just gonna say it kind of like i hate cool, cool, to cool. be the all right proceed don't let me interrupt it i'm just like i said i'm uh i said um i am i hate to be the one saying this but it really all depends on what course you're playing on go ahead a little delay yep there is a little bit and if uh if you hit if you hit one if you hit someone on a nice course and you're about to get a big bill in your hands, but if you're on a smaller course, I don't know what will happen really. Yeah, most most golfers are pretty cool. It's the, no the older ones that the old grumpy men you gotta worry about. Yep. That that true. That's also true. So what are old grumpy men likely to do that is not something that you would uh see like the younger crowd do you know what i mean like i'm sure that as as you go to golf courses is it true that the older folks get a little less impatient i i have never golfed a day in my life which is why i did this episode with you guys because what better to hear stories about golfing from robbie toma <laughs> fuck but so is it like a general trend that if you see old people that if you see old people you're kind of like ah oh, crap they're gonna be a grouch on a on a high on a high percentage and I'll wait for my three-second delay to end, and then uh, say, Robbie, you can answer that. Probably like, I'd probably say it's like 80-20, 80% grouch, and then 20% cool, <laughs> cool guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Verge and I uh, – Bryce, percentages? Agree, disagree? Yeah, I agree. Verge and I – so, Rob, you know Bristol, Indiana? Have you heard of it? It's kind of by Elkhart. Oh, uh, oh yeah, I have, I have. So it's like Virgin and I were out, and um, it's like the eighty twenty, but the twenty percent actually got us. Were uh, were you saying twenty percent are nice or eighty or twenty percent are grumpy? That's what I want to clarify. Twenty percent cool, cool old guys. Okay, so that twenty percent actually of the cool old guys came out on Raver because it's BYOB, and. Uh, my buddy Luke and uh, and uh, Davis were out, and they gave us a bunch of shots of uh, of oh, what was it, peppermint schnapps, and we had a blast that round. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, we did uh, maybe about two weeks ago. We did a beer a hole, so you crack your beer on the first tee box, and you got to finish it. 
before you put out. So we finished it. I, I, I was absolutely smashed at, you know, by 12, but we pulled through and won the scramble. Uh, we did a two band scramble, 18 beers a piece. <laughs> Sir, was there any Kid Rock tee offs that round? Oh man, there's Kid, not a lot I Kid, really remember of the round, but uh, Kid Rock and John. I'm sure there offs. <laughs> I think I think there was an accidental drive uh, with the golf cart onto the green. <laughs> but, uh, no casualties, so we're all right. <laughs> yeah, you know we have that one person on the golf trips who'll just like. Part of my language, but like, I'm not gonna say his name, but he'll drive straight up on the tee box and he'll be like, "What's up, fuckers?" and just drive right back off. <laughs> but yeah, I love it. There's a, there's a video, you know, doesn't matter what your political anybody's political views are, but there's a video of Trump driving all over the green, and they said, "This is what you can do when you own your own golf course." I was like, "That's <laughs> true." <laughs> true, man. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh boy. So Robbie, I was doing some research on your um, high school. How do you pronounce it? Puno. Okay. Five. He said K. He didn't even repeat it. Puno. How do you, I don't even know how to say it either. He was like K, that thing. Okay. Did oh I s- <laughs> right on. <laughs> 515 titles combined in sports. Did I really see that on the internet? Yeah, well, shit. It was my senior year. We were ranked the number one athletic program in the nation, which was pretty cool. It was like literally the last semester of our senior year, it was like every weekend a team was winning a state title. Like It was like wrestling, um, soccer i mean we won football in december and it was just like yeah it was it was it was a good time to be in high school that's for sure so you and teo were just absolutely living the dream just kicking ass in hawaii yeah we uh we definitely enjoyed our senior year before we got up to uh before we got up to notre dame but um yeah high high school was was a hell of a time You know, I would go back, like, if if I could go live my senior year again, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Like, it was just, <laughs> I only had, I only had two Preach. classes, I only had, like, two, cla- yeah, I only had, like, two classes a day, because I went to the Career Center at Elkhart in the mornings, and I go back to school for two hours and leave. Fuck, dude, am I, go ahead, so, no, you go ahead, Robbie, we're on oh, the way. Uh, so, Notre Dame, no, oh, I'm ahead. sorry. So Notre Dame, um, I found out my senior year that they didn't require or they only required three and a half years of math for high school students. So second semester, I found that out. I went immediately to our uh, college counselor and I went to my my dean and I dropped the math. (laughs) And I ran into the library and then a friend of mine going to UH, uh, he was our quarterback, he said, wait, you can do that. He checked with his dean. He dropped math. And then, um, and then Manta tried to do it. And then he called his dad. What a rookie. He called his dad. And uh, his dad told him he couldn't drop math. Because <laughs> he, uh, 
Well, we didn't sign yet, and I think stat uh, was it. I forgot what it was. I don't know if we signed yet, but I guess some of the schools that were still in his wheelhouse were kind of needing math. So I was oh, like, oh, my word. sucks. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna um, go back to um, your your. I don't know what champ. I don't know which uh, year it was for you. Before we go back to Notre Dame, Robbie, tell me mm-hmm. about tell me about your um your pick six from the 20 that we talked about Instagram yesterday. Oh, uh, I hate to, I hate to rag on Manti, but so Manti fumbled on fourth and one uh, and they picked it up. And so they called me in on defense, and I, I do. I had, I think I had deep thirds. We called like some cover three, and nobody was in my zone. I was deep third. I saw the tight end run like a delay arrow, and I just sprinted down. And the funny thing is, that game, that quarterback didn't throw one interception all year. He threw two to my buddy Dalton and one to me to end the game. So um, Farrington had a great team, and Manti, you actually. After I scored, we kicked off. We were up by, like, nine. Uh, Manti ran down on kickoff and blew somebody up. <laughs> and then they scored a touchdown on the last play of the game, but it didn't matter. Uh, Manti was just so mad about the fumble. But, um, you know, I always give him shit about it, but he <laughs> saved us a ton that year. Danny, if you see this clip, like, Robbie, just like you said, he saw, he saw the, t- the delay – and as soon as Robbie had that ball, he was gone. Like there was no one was getting him. <laughs> no one was getting him. <laughs> it's, was uh, this it a pick like at your one company? of those moments where you kind of go? Pardon me. Was this a pick at your own twenty? Like yeah, I think your, it. Yeah. It was damn near. It might have been. It might have been like. The thir- I don't remember exactly where it was. It was but, right in but, there. Uh, you ran the majority of the field. It's one of those moments where you kind of yeah. you kind of go black. You know, you go you go blank, and you're just like, you score, and then all of a sudden you come back to it. And you're like, holy shit, that was pretty cool. <laughs> what uh, what game was that again? Who was that against again? Am I just so I can call, how to catch up with the history here? Well, this was in high school. This was when I was at Punahou. Um, oh, okay, okay. So it's it's on it that highlight the, reel. Uh, yeah, it was it was for the state title. Or the semifinal. So, if that was in the highlight that was reel, a cool moment. Yeah, if that was. was in the highlight reel that you sent me, Bryce. Then yeah, yeah, then I know what you're talking about. It was literally the first. It was like one of the first videos. That's the one I was talking about. I'm like, this really? is not. When I first saw that, I was like, hey, <laughs> this is sped up. This is bullshit. This is not. That's not human movement. I was like, that's not a high <laughs> to school be kid with either. You guys, that's not a high to school be kid either. With you guys, I did not speed up anything. But when I convert, because, you know, back then you had to, like, convert everything. When I converted it to YouTube and I saw it myself, I was like, holy shit, I look fast. But I, I'm sure the video got sped up. But uh, I, I swear to God, I did not have anything to do with it. Man, it was it was gnarly. First of all, I'm like, if that guy's a senior, he's like a super senior. He's failed three times. He's <laughs> 21 at this point. He's fucking trolling everybody. Uh, Fuck this guy. I was like, this guy's a bully, is what he is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we had uh, we had a lot of fun that year. We man, we had a good team. I think between our class and the junior class, we had uh, I want to say about 22 to 
25 Division One players on our team. That year. Stop it. No, dude, and it it doesn't stop there. Yeah, we we were stacked. Did um didn't uh Alohi Gilman come from your school as well? Oh, Alohi Gilman came. So Manta and I grew up about uh, an hour away from where we went to high school. Okay. So Alohi grew up in our hometown, and uh, then obviously went to Navy and then had a hell of a career at Notre Dame and. Right. Um, yeah, he's he's awesome. I'm so happy for him. That kid, I wouldn't I I don't care how small that that kid is. I will never I will not want to be in front of him. Never, dude. Like <laughs> if I even though I was fully decked out in pads, I would not even throw yeah. that dude. <laughs> like my no, dad, it was funny when I came when I came back from college uh maybe my sophomore or junior year alohi and his little brother uh they like wrote me on facebook to train and i met them at the park and they were young they were probably yeah they were probably an intermediate elementary or middle school elementary and um you know they had that work ethic and now his little brother is going to stanford on a full ride so oh we're going to stanford um, wow smart kid. yeah he's going to stanford smart kid Jeez. Um, tough as nails. He, he, him and Alohi are like identical. Really? Yeah. So he, he's going to cause some problems for Notre Dame for sure. Yeah. So you grew up in Lay, correct? Lay, yeah, yeah. Yep. So um, I actually went to uh, Hawaii in um, 2012. Or was it 2012? 2011. We actually went to the Polynesian Culture Center. I thought I'd let you know about that. That was pretty cool. But um, nice. that's right, right by my house. Yeah. So we um stated that is it why is it why and I why and I? Oh, you guys were deep. You guys are on Dude. the west side. Yeah. So my mother, bless her heart, she's trying to find the best deals for the vacation rep by owners, and she <laughs> found she found right by Makaha Beach, and I was like, well, if as long as I can skimboard, I'm fine with it. She's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's a dangerous area, though, bro. Dude, I know. We went by the tent city for crying out loud. Yeah, I mean it's fine during the day, but if you're, you know, at night, you definitely don't want to be hanging around like, out there. I I think I think mom just saw the price and she's like, "Oh, okay, let's do this." But well, next time you're in Hawaii, we got a we got an Airbnb that we just renovated, so What? Yeah. Oh, I dude, right, Dom, I'm actually in it right now. Dude, I'll let my mom know because they actually – my mother was actually going to go to Hawaii with, with uh, my dad and their two friends, but coronavirus canceled it. So Yeah, no, it's been, they been were, tough. They were actually – I think they were going to stay by Turtle, uh, Turtle Bay, I think. Yeah, that's right. By like, yeah, that's right in that area. Yep. Are you guys Turtle affected by that shit the same way we are? I mean, your population density is probably not as high. I mean, you probably are, not, are on the chill side of things, I imagine. I think we've had – We've been in single-digit ca- new cases for, like, the last week and a half. But the the shitty thing is, uh, you know, our economy is dependent upon tourism. So um, they're not really letting anybody in. And any tourist that comes in has a 14-day mandatory quarantine. So, you know, I don't know anybody who's going to pay, you know, shit ton of money just to sit in their hotel room or – Exactly. Come here, right. honey. Let's see the view for the fifth time today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from our exactly. window. It's just so 
but look, and over there, that's Robbie Thomas' house. Look. <laughs> oh, and I hear he rents that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's actually, I mean, this thing, we, we, we did it a while ago, but obviously it's shut down now. But, you know, we're going to look into long-term renting. So trying to do, trying to do big boy things now that we have a, now that we have a baby. Yeah. Right, right. How Congratulations, by the, by the way, on that one, Robbie. Yeah, no, thanks. She, she turns one on Sunday. So yeah. um, Our, um, exciting. We have a son yeah. named we have a son named Brooks and, she, and he just turned one um, like three weeks ago, so he's uh he's starting to walk and it's that's awesome yeah man it's start, it's getting a little it's getting a little hairy over here he's starting to get places that's awesome well congratulations thank to you, you so guys much. thank you so much but um yeah dog. where we work um I was just talking to our friend Donnie who who runs this podcast um, I'm not gonna say where we work but we work for um. We work for the same company that Braxton Cave works for, and uh, and like Donnie was saying, like the cases are just like going up. And oh up. no way! Yeah, so he worked. Um, so I think Braxton Cave. I think he works in South Bend. I think he's in because he was at uh, Plant Forty Five, but um, mm. I'm down in Fort Wayne because I transferred. I got married, but yeah. So I thought that would be okay. pretty cool to pretty cool to announce. Cool dude, really chill dude. Nice. No, that's all. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I saw Braxton maybe about a year ago when I went to the Notre Dame game. So for sure. So, I mean, he was uh South. He was from South Bend, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah he, he was. He went to Penn. He so went. He played cool at Penn. He, uh, cool that. Oh. Great career, and yeah, he's back. For sure. Um. Yeah, if I can touch up on something real quick, because I, I do want to know one thing that you think, and I and I know it's like the topic that everyone is beating the shit out of, and it's to the point where I even debate whether I want to bring this shit up. But because it's you, and you're in a different part of the world, I need to ask, man. Um, do you are you like me, where like like you said, you want to respect the situation, do right by your kid, and and stay safe so that things stay as normal as possible but then there's like that little ticker in your head that you look around and you see all these stupid fucking rules and you're just like that makes no fucking sense and that makes no fucking sense and i'm gonna listen and comply yeah. and be a, <laughs> you know what i mean yeah bit. no it's uh i mean for for me for me we actually so we live uh our our my fiance he's older he's older he's in his 70s so we got you know 75 year old and we have a one-year-old so if it was just me i would be like at the bar every day even though the bars are closed <laughs> but um i just want to make sure that i'm keeping my family safe but at the same time i think that it's a little blown out of proportion and i i, I feel for all these businesses that are closing and I'm um, just struggling. It's, I, I feel like it's kind of not necessary, but I, I'm not making any decisions. So that's the tough part. Yeah. And it's tough because especially since like so little is known, like even the experts are looking at each other, like what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> like, like how is it that it's so different from patient to patient yeah. and all this crap? So it's like at that point when I, when I see the yeah. experts look at each other, like, yo, we don't know what the fuck this is. I kind of go cool. Me neither. And I'm not going to pretend like I do. So you know, my dad's whatever age, 60, 70, like you said, you got, you know, if I go to your yeah. house and I know you've got kids, 
then then I'm I'm gonna be like scared to 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 come to your house after I've been around ten other people. I don't know where they've been. It's a, it's kind of irresponsible if you ask me. But at the same time, I do look around and I go, "This is horseshit, dude." I don't know if they're doing this where you're at, but I went to the grocery store yesterday or whatever fuck it and i'm walking through the aisles and there's actually arrows the way you know parking lots have arrows so like you know when you've turned in and you see that arrow going against you like oh i fucked up the wrong lane so they have that at the grocery (laughs) store which means if you walk in the right direction you're not going to be contagious it's great dude i think we need to start implementing this everywhere it's great (laughs) and i'm being very sarcastic (laughs) you haven't seen that you You haven't Uh, seen that shit (laughs) i caught that no, I mean, it's, they, what was it? The other day, somebody uh, that I haven't seen in a while, they just gave me a quick fist bump and somebody kind of commented and I was just like, shut the fuck up. Like, oh, wait a minute. Wait, somebody commented you know, on that? Like, like in public, like with you guys? <laughs> yeah. Part of me? No, 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 go ahead. You said, yeah, right? Well, no, I said somebody fist bumped me and then yeah. you know, some person I didn't even know commented and I was just like, shut the Wait, first of all, who was that person? <laughs> like, do you even know him or is it just somebody on the street? That fist bumped me? No, the one that said, said something. <laughs> I would hope you knew the person that fist oh, bumped I had, you. I, I had no idea who it was. <laughs> oh, no, I, I just throw fist bumps around to everybody. And and what was the comment? If, if I may, if I, if you no, I knew the guy. <laughs> No, I just said, uh, the, this was maybe a week or two ago. They just said, you shouldn't be fist bumping. And I was just like, shut the fuck up. Okay, I thought he yelled out, coronavirus. Excuse, <laughs> excuse my language. No, no, no. No, we're doing it too. We're doing it too. I don't he, might, he might as well. I might have I laughed if he, if he said that. I, <laughs> I would have done it. <laughs> coronavirus. I know. Uh, yeah, this I, stuff is nuts. Turning, making a lot of isn't divorce rates going up? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's why they had to open the yeah, golf Yeah, there you go, there you go. Hey, no, but seriously though, I, I I saw an article on it, and of course, you know, uh, when you hear things, you need to know, like, okay, is the divorce rate really going up, or are they just not being tallied because you know, you, stats can be obscured in different ways. It can be miscued, you know, but. The truth is, I'm seeing more and more that yeah, uh, breakups and divorces are through the fucking roof, dude. You can't even, you know, like, honestly, yeah. I might even break up with my chick tonight. I'm, I'm considering it. I'm thinking about it. I don't know, but I, <laughs> I, might, I might, I might just find something. You're wild. I, might, I might just pick a fight. I might pick what they call the Corona fight. Right? <laughs> you break up during Corona, it doesn't count because everybody's doing it. <laughs> I have no words. Never thought of it that way. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, babe, babe, babe. That was just during Corona. We're fine now. We can go back to normal. <laughs> All right. Enough with Corona. Uh, Robbie, let's talk about good. let's talk about this 2012 Nerding football team. Did you so I remember um my buddy uh my buddy and I the night before the Navy game when you guys were in Ireland. Uh, oh, yeah. we were talk we were just got back from actually um my Northridge High School where I went um we got back from a football game watching um, one of my friend's uh, dad's coach. Anyways, so we're, we're driving back, and um, Mike goes, I think this is going to be a pretty special year for Notre Dame. He's like, they've um, they adopted Sam. That was, already, that was already pretty special enough. That was very mm-hmm. special as is. Oh, yeah. He's, he's like, I really think there's got to be something more to this, and I think this team's got to do really well. And mm-hmm. I really didn't. And it's like, yeah, maybe, you know, <laughs> it's like, cause the past three, I mean, uh, two, 
2011 weren't the greatest years. So, you know, 20, right, but I think it was like we we just got back from Ireland. Um, Mike Floyd, Harrison, and Robert Blatton, uh, they called me, um, because they were already graduated, they just graduated, and they said, you know, realistically, how well do you guys think you're going to do this year? And I was like, you know what? I honestly think we're going to go 10 and two. And they just laughed. Really? They were laughing. They were like, you guys are going to go six and six. And, uh, because the only game that I was like semi worried about was at Oklahoma, not worried, but like, you know, it's a tough place to play. Just being realistic from we our were year all before. Worried. Yeah. I didn't, I, I wasn't sure if we were going to go undefeated. And then, uh, you know, sure enough, one by one, <laughs> we did. And we were uh, uh, we were number eight at that game, weren't we? I, I think don't we were number agree. eight. Yeah, because I was I was in Fort Wayne watching that game. Yeah, but I mean, even I mean, shit, even the Michigan State game playing at Michigan State was always that was. I think that was the best game I had that year. Was at Michigan State. Yeah, which you was, uh, had quite a few. Pretty cool. Like what? Seven receptions, I think that game. I think because I, I remember you. What? You yeah, yeah, something. Yeah, I had like half of my receptions for the year in the one game. <laughs> that was, dude, John John Goodman uh, one-handed catch. That game was insane. Yeah, Johnny oh. Johnny's a good friend of mine. I I sent him that clip maybe a couple months ago. Really? Because we side bumped at the end, but I was wide open that play. I wanted to kill everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I want, but no, John, John was a good dude and he, he definitely deserved, uh, I think John had like six t- catches that year for like five touchdowns or something. Cause I was, with my, I was watching my buddy, Jeremy and, uh, the flag went up. I'm like, wait, is it pass interference? And Jeremy's like, Oh my God, he caught it. I'm like, no fucking way. Yeah. That was awesome. Um, I want to talk about your, uh, your little run in against, uh, Navy. That was pretty. Oh, that, was, yeah. that was pretty badass, dude. Uh, so the backstory to that was <laughs> during spring ball. Um, you know, we had obviously we had Searwood, Theo, George Atkinson, and Cam McDaniel. Almost all of them went down during spring <laughs> ball. So I remember coach was a coach came in the meeting and was like, "Fuck, we're out of running backs. Like, can anybody play running back?" And I was like, fuck it, I'll do it. And they were like, seriously? So I started taking handoffs and practice. And then um, at the game, they took out – or Sierra was suspended. They took out Theo. George was hurt and Cam got hurt. So then they were like, where's the running back? I was like, I'll, I'll go. And then I ended up scoring the touchdown, which was pretty cool. It looks like – because I think you, you kind of leaped over the guy. He caught, I think he caught you in midair when you tried leaping. I didn't. I didn't think I was gonna beat him to the corner, so I was like, "I'm just gonna launch right here." I mean, we have a five. We have a five eight running back going against a what six six foot one, <laughs> just going at it. Yeah, I, I was like, "Yeah, this is my shot to get in." So I just, I just better get it right now. Love it. Oh crap. I remember, yeah, that was a blowout. That game was, I really think that game, I love that that we won that game so much because we always have trouble with Navy. 
no matter how many times we play, no matter how many times we deal with the option, we always have trouble. Yeah. Well, because they, they shorten the game, right? You go from, like, playing a spread team where you're going to get, you know, three or four possessions a quarter to playing Navy, you might get two to three possessions and a half. So Navy forces you to be perfect almost because they don't make a lot of mistakes. They don't. No, they're they're super disciplined, obviously. Well, football is probably the easiest part of their day. So, and when, and when, they pass, you know. when they pass the ball, they complete it. Like, oh, I hate that. And it pisses me off. It's like, yeah, mark up on the damn guy. Get some hands onto it, you know? Yeah. yeah. That, that's, the preparation for Navy is always fun because the offense, the offense gets to go, you know, only top half for practice, only shoulder pads and helmet. And the defense all week has uh, full pads, and they're getting after it with the scout team, and we're just chilling. So I want to go um, to the middle of the season. So, well, it might have been middle. I think it was week six. Um, Stanford, OT in the rain. Mm. Dude, that's stand of a century right there. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Like, and the funny thing is, when I went to Arizona's camp, um, there that running back that got stuff, I uh, forgot his name. Stephen, Stephen Taylor? No. Yeah, Taylor. Was uh, it Taylor? Or was it Bryce? Yeah, no, Taylor. No. It was Taylor. No, it was Taylor. So Taylor was at camp with me, and he kept crying. He's like, man, I was in. I was like, I was like, bro, they blew the whistle. They blew like, the whistle. Three seconds before you got in. Like, what are you talking about? That's so, it, and then and Tony Jefferson was uh, Oklahoma safety. So he was there in camp, and I was grilling him about us whooping whooping their ass in in, in Oklahoma. So, uh, but that was, that was a cool experience for me to, you know, have a shot, but also get to talk to some of the guys I played in college. Exactly, that's awesome. Yeah, I remember. Uh, oh my gosh, that that uh, that OT that was scary. Another OT that was very scary. The whole game was very scary. I literally about turned it Pitt. off at halftime. I was so pissed off, and that was against Pittsburgh. Was it Pitt? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I want that. Uh, yeah. Oh, I remember. Well, that, I, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. Uh, oh shit, it was yesterday. I told him that it just seemed like no matter who we played, they had their best game when they played us. Like, even guys that look like they were super sorry on film, all of a sudden they look like, you know, fucking Ed Reed out there when they play in us. <laughs> so, well, that's, that's part of the reason why, you know, it's special to be at Notre Dame because everybody wants to kill you. You either hate them or you love them. There's no in-between. Nope. There's, there's no in-between. If, if you say you're in-between, you're fucking lying. Yeah. I remember <laughs> – Driving to uh, me and my buddy uh, were driving to uh, B Dubs during overtime, and uh, so he's watching the game. We're in my truck, and he's watching the game on his phone. And like, I'm kind of like leaning over, seeing what's going on. And right as I'm leaning over, I'm seeing uh, who was it that fumbled in the end zone? Sierra. Sierra. I see Sierra fumble it, 
And I'm like, I said, Tyler, just turn the damn game off. Sure enough. And then we get to B dubs and as, and so I put on the radio. So we're in the parking lot. I'm about to park and they're lining up for the field goal. I'm like, Tyler wishes walk in there. We're done. Soon as I get into B dubs, the whole place just erupts. Like I felt, I, I seriously felt the ground shake. It was so loud. Do you know we were supposed to get penalized on that, that field goal? No. What happened? So, uh, Bennett Jackson, number two, and Chris Brown on offense, number two, were both on the field. <gasps> oh, yeah. no. Yeah, they were both on the field it. for the block. I, I have no idea, but we, you know, we all, I think on Monday, our special, like, nobody really realized it. Our special teams coach, you know, was like, oh, shit. <laughs> we, we dodged a bullet on this one. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then when uh, – and uh, my buddies – my two of my buddies were actually at that game, and they're – they said there was – they said they were not even watching overtime. They they had their backs turned the whole time. Because they oh, I didn't watch the field goal. They, yeah, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. I Sierra was crying on the sideline, and was I – Oh, no. I, I – I cussed him out though. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> no, I just I just told him you're crying because you lost a oh, damn game. Oh, gotcha. And then uh, who are I mean, you know I I don't want to comment on it. You know Sears going through that legal stuff right now. Um. So, but you know in college he was a good friend of mine. So. Um, we, you know, we were always talking shit to each other, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I feel for that little, you know, that little girl that, that died and, and the mom and the family, but back in college here was a good friend of mine. So mm-hmm. just hope sure. all parties are doing okay. Exactly. Um, I want to touch base with you. So I went to, uh, what game? Wake Forest senior night. Oh, that was my senior game. Yeah. That was I mean, I know that was one of the most emotional nights for you, correct? Am I wrong? No, uh, you're right. Uh, the the thing is, I don't get emotional. Like, it takes a lot for me to, you know, get teary or anything. I, mm-hmm. I was just kind of living in the moment and running out to my parents. And my whole family was there. My mm-hmm. my friends from high school were there. Manti had, like, 50 people. Yeah, I saw you that. Know, the and I grew up with all of them. Uh, I don't know if you know who Shane Victorino is. Yeah, I know um, Shane. Yeah, Shane came, um, took our all of our families out to dinner after, and paid for it all. Um, you know, he was—he's obviously a local legend. Right. Played for the Phillies and Boston, and won a bunch of World Series. I think he won a Golden Glove. I think but, so too. Um, I think it was like oh, yeah. He, I mean. That that was just so surreal for for me, and all my friends got to come on the field and take pictures with us. So. Right, right. Um, I yeah, sh- there's not. Yeah, it was it was a cool, cool. Did cool uh, day, that's for sure. That was I think I think I'm the score. Don't tell me. Was it 38-10? I was gonna I was gonna say 38-7 or something. I yeah. but I don't remember. And whatever touchdown we gave up was just a just a slap on the wrist. Like it wasn't even that. Yeah, but you but guys at that point, muscled. At that point, all we were worried about that year was 
being undefeated at home. Yeah, that's true. Like, and then, you know, that was the first goal on our like kind of checkboard was to be undefeated at home. And yep. So, you know, once we did that, we were very confident going into SC. Yeah, I want to talk about that real quick. But um, no, who had the long run in the first quarter? Was that Sierra? That was Sierra. It was so like I think it was twenty six. I think it was twenty six stretch, and he just took it. Because we were behind the Notre Dame student section, and and then and then Goodman had a had a bomb. Had a yeah, he did. I remember Goodman we, had a bomb. We were behind the student section, and would he? Soon as he got that hole, done. Like oh yeah, that, no, that he, place he erupt. But that. I think the best run of the year, though, was uh, when we played Miami and George Atkinson uh, outran all the Miami guys. The best, ru- the best that rush was, defense. That was pretty cool. The best rush defense in the in in the nation, and we smoked them with the run. I know. I know. I want to talk. That was, that was pretty. I kind of want to talk that about that awesome. real quick. So I watched that. Uh, I'm sorry to keep you on very long. I have a few more things for you. I know you probably have a schedule, but. Uh, no, you're good. You're good. I just maybe in about maybe in about ten fifteen minutes. I, I gotta get off. That's fine. That's fine. Um, so I watched. So before the Stanford game, my buddy and I were watching um, like the week prior. You know how they do like the cut scenes of Brent, of Coach Kelly talking to the to the sidelines and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. So I just remember you guys wanted to have Cam get that touchdown. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And all mm-hmm. I all I remember hearing Kelly, that was in Miami. Yeah, that was Miami. And all I remember hearing Brian say, is, yeah, yeah. He, Brian's like, get this kid in the end zone. And sure enough, he has did. Yep. That, was, that was really cool. Well, Cam Cam is one of the toughest players I've ever played with. He he just was a hard nosed kid, and he literally. I think we got. I think we had the ball like on, you know, maybe our thirty, maybe our forty, and. We literally gave Cam the ball like eight times. And he was breaking tackle. He was dead tired. So, um, you know, for him to get in the end zone, that was, that was pretty cool. And, and uh, I think that was his first touchdown of his career. And, and he, you know, he obviously had a great career. Dude, he had a low-key a great career. Like, yeah. yeah. Crazy career. He was also he was tough as nails. You know, also had a great career as uh, good old Drew Tranquil. Oh, Drew was phenomenal. I, I never got to play with him. I, I, you know, I met him a handful of times, but yeah, Drew is Drew is a hell of a player. Fort Wayne native. Um, yeah, he, he actually lives like his parents actually live maybe like a minute from my house. Like they live really, oh, wow. yeah, they like, they live really really close. Um, awesome. And then like Eifert's parents, because I live right by Bishop Dwanger, so they're all around and stuff. Yeah, that's where Goody and, and uh, Ife. That's where Goody and Ife went. Uh, I forgot, I forgot Goodman went there. Did Zach go there? Zach. Uh, no, Zach's an indie guy. Martin. No, Zach's Zach, an indie guy. Zach's an indie dude. Um, I know. Well, I know Jalen. Jalen Rod Smith or Fort Wayne. Dude. Yeah. Um, there's one more. Yeah, Jalen's Fort Wayne. Rod is also Fort Wayne. They went to. Uh, Who else? There's one more, Robbie. There's one more. Paris? Who? Robbie Paris? Maybe? He was a, well, he's a Cleveland guy. I was a freshman when he was a senior. 
Yeah, there's one more. I know it. But I wanted to go ahead and talk about the <laughs> that USC game. This is mm-hmm. how nervous were you guys about that game? This is this is for the this is for to go to the national I, championship. I honestly don't think we were nervous at all. Um, we're just calm. I mean, even in the national championship, I don't think anybody was nervous. But you know, going back to USC. Obviously, we knew this was to play in the national championship. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, like the, I knew in the first ten or the first like three or four plays they were gonna get me the ball. Yeah, yeah. I ran a seam route, and in practice, the scout team safety was always there, like ready to blow me up. So in the back of my head, I was like, "Shit, I hope uh, T.J. McDonald isn't sitting there when I." <laughs> So I kind of bobbled it. I don't know if you guys remember that. I bobbled it and, yeah. you know, I took off for, I think it was like almost third or whatever it was. And I just kind of sighed. I was like, okay, got it out of the way. And, you know, let's play ball. But, you know, that was actually really the funny. The coolest thing was after we won. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah. The coolest thing was after we won, um, you know, we're all celebrating the locker room and Zeke Mata jumps on the lock, the locker and just like goes nuts. So, because Zeke was wild, man. Zeke, Zeke was one of our roommates. He's a wild dude, but man, Zeke was a hell of a player. I remember, uh, so my dad and I, we were in, actually we were in Kansas City watching that game because we were there for Thanksgiving, but we were watching. When you did what you did there, Ted's like, oh, boy, here we go. Was that on the catch? or? Uh, it was when you bobbled the ball. When did you get to that? When you bobble, oh, yeah. ball, and Dad's just like, "Oh boy, here we go!" And I looked at, I said, "We're fine." I said, "It's early. Yeah, no. We're fine. We're fine." <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm glad I caught it, but that was definitely uh, there was a little bit of fear in my head on that one. <laughs> yeah, Diesel was. I don't great. care. I don't care who you are. You, I've heard you know people say like they're fearless, like boom. Just because I run over the middle and I don't appear fearless, I'm shitting myself every time I run across the middle. <laughs> but, but like, it's not like I'm a, it's not like I'm afraid where I'm not gonna go do my job. But right. it's just like I'm like, shit. Why did he? Why did he call slant again? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. The, there were times where me and TJ, me and TJ would get a signal and we both look at each other and just go, "You fucking kidding me?" <laughs> like. You were doing this. <laughs> low, low. Yeah, no, it, it was always fun. TJ Jones is a great wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but Diesel was uh that's why I call my dad, but he was he had a worried look on his face after after that happened. But we got the we got the win, that's all that matters. <laughs> tell, tell him sorry for scaring him. <laughs> I will do. Um so before we go, uh I just want to say uh thank you for having us on the Thank you for um, getting on the podcast with us. And uh, next time you're in South Bend, let us know. Let's go golfing. Virg and I will. You, me, Virg. Yeah, man. What's seriously? What's good? Virg is a member at uh, at uh, shit. Blackthorn. I don't know if you ever golfed there before, but uh, oh, I, I've played there. Yeah, I like that. I like that spot. But seriously, man, if you want, if you, next time you're in South Bend, if it's for a, if it's for a football weekend, let's go golfing on a Friday or something like that. If you get in early enough, yeah, 
Yeah, no, definitely. I, I definitely love to do that. That would be completely awesome. And for my part, dude, um, yeah, like I said, I'm the loser. I've only lived here for four or five years. I haven't even been. I've been listening the whole time. I've been enjoying this. This has been awesome to be a part of. I know it's like, where, where the fuck did you come from, man? But uh, <laughs> but listen, for real, like, you know, this place has such a, nah. a rich history with Notre Dame. And, and I just mentioned that, that I was going to be kind of kicking it with you a little bit today. Everybody, oh, my God, ask him, ask him, ask him this, ask him. I was like, all right, chill, 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 chill. Were <laughs> they really? You know, Oh, dude! People were lighting up when I when I dropped his name. You know, I was almost like, "Oh shit, should I dress up for the occasion? What's going on?" You know. So, just to give you an idea that even from an outside perspective, someone like me, who you know, the reason I'm here is because my significant other is doing her PhD in Notre Dame. Um, you know, and, and to be and I've oh, gone wow. and I've gone to a few games myself. You know, and I worked at the Little Morrison Hotel on the campus. Oh wow! So I got to check in everybody's name, everybody whose names you see on the building. Yeah, I've checked them or their kids in at some point. <laughs> um, you know, so awesome. so to be to you know to be a part of that culture and and work there and seeing how much love people have for their team for their name and then how much love you received um, which unfortunately you can't see here today because they're not all here. But everyone was asking me to, to to say shit to you and unfortunately, like I said, I just got here. I'm just here for the grad <laughs> school experience, like secondhand, you know. So, but thank you, man, for real. I mean. It really <laughs> I just it want you to know that lot. even as someone like me, I'm. It's obvious how how impactful you've been. So thank you for real. And like, yeah, seriously, Robbie, thank you. And it's just funny because um, we actually. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm extending this once again. Uh, but last uh, week, so Danny, no, Danny's a big UFC fan, and uh, we actually got a uh, Frank the Frank the Crank mm-hmm. Camacho. I don't know if you know who that is. He's in Guam, so he's close by. He's I was gonna say we might, relative you know, island neighbor. You know, we <laughs> might we might as well just take over. We might as well just move uh, up and take out Paul. Just take on Polynesia by storm and just interview all the famous <laughs> Hawaiians. Let's go. We might as well. I'm do down. It. I'm down. But we have to stay quarantined for two weeks when we go to Damn the it. islands. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes, you do. <laughs> all right. Well, if uh, I- no, but yeah, I really. Really appreciate you guys having a wonderful moment and uh, Notre Dame such a special place because of you know the, the community whether you've gone there or not just the support whether you're new to it or not um, that's something that I, I definitely hold close to me and um, yeah if I'm in if I'm ever in South Bend I'll hit you guys up we'll go golf for sure yeah just go ahead and um and just uh DM us on Instagram or something like that we'll you know, we'll reply DM Sounds good. Pod, podcast or me personally, whatever, man, let us know. We'll take you. And before and we, before we go here, Robbie, we're going to end the episode here. I'd like to ask you one last thing before you go, but that's off air. See you guys later as you tuned into game on sports podcast for everyone, Danny and Bryce, your host. And of course, Robbie Toma. Thanks again, man.